how effective is the thing, right? If I drink, if I drink 50 gallons of water, is it going to help me, right? Times how likely am I going to do it? Welcome to the Whiskey and Lemon Podcast. I'm your host, Lana Mercedes. And I'm your guest, Dr. Giancarlo Licata. Dr. Licata, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I have so much that I want to talk to you about. Uh, you obviously have a very extensive experience in the concussion recovery. And I have a lot of questions actually from listeners in regards to anxiety as well. But before we jump into that, if you can please just tell us about yourself, how you got started in your field and what your ultimate mission is in your business. Yeah. Um, well, I opened up a practice in 2008, uh, and we worked mostly with chronic pain, and we started uh, seeing a lot more concussion cases. Um, in about 2013, uh, if you remember, uh, Junior Seau um, had his big uh, suicide uh, event with CTE, and it just blew up uh, the concussion world, and concussion kind of came on the map. And so uh, we started seeing a lot of people with chronic post-concussion syndrome uh, after, about 2013. And um, then uh, now what we, we do is we, we do a lot of brain imaging where we, we help a lot of people with chronic concussions, but our purpose is to uh, really help people that have other issues that, that aren't even because of brain damage. We now know what we could do to help people with anxiety, better focus, um, you know, not, you know, heal from injury, but also improve their, their own performance and, and state of being, um, even when there's not something pathologically wrong. So, yeah, my purpose is to just help you live bigger, you know, so that's it. That's awesome. Okay, awesome. Yeah. And then where, where did you, you know, start? Where did you study? How long have you been in this profession? Yeah, um, I have two degrees. Uh, my first degree was in political science, international relations with a minor in Spanish literature. So okay. that that didn't serve me very well. I went back to med school or to, to did my pre-meds and actually decided that I didn't want to go into drugs or surgery. And so um, I went the chiropractic route um, and I did the, the four years of chiropractic school with the three years of pre-meds and then um, all the postdoctorate work. And I specialized at the area of the base of the brain. And so um, that's where I, I opened my practice in 2008, was working um, at the base of the brain for different types of injuries. And so, um, so I opened up a practice here in uh, uh, San Gabriel Valley, Pasadena, LA area. And um, we started seeing a lot of people with uh, uh, chronic, chronic pain was a huge part. And then it became the, the chronic post-concussion. And ironically, oftentimes they're, they're, they, they overlap. Um, but uh, we really started getting deeper into the brain again around 2013, and that's when we started doing uh, more brain imaging, um, and when we started doing something that we'll get into uh, during this, um, which is uh, neurofeedback, literally being able to train regions of your brain the way you would train your body, like if you went to the gym. Um, and it seems like it's it's useful for you know re recovering from concussions, and it's also useful for, like I said, improving your focus so you can start your business. Interesting, awesome. Yeah. And then, yeah. are there any specific types of chronic pain that you're seeing more than others, or are there things that maybe people are could easily overlook that they're coming in for you at maybe a later date they could have caught mm -hmm. in the beginning? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh boy, um, <laughs> we can really go down the rabbit rabbit holes of chronic pain, but um, yeah, um, there are many things that can be done for it. Um, but in essence, chronic pain is largely uh, the result of systems problems, too much inflammation, and mm -hmm. the nervous system and brain that aren't firing properly. And so, without getting too deeply into it, um, more pain meds. Aren't, are not usually the solution. Yeah. Um, you need to get to the root. And, um, and so, um, yeah, but that's another episode, another episode. Yeah. We'll, have to do, we'll have to do an encore. I love hearing you say that because I'm such an advocate of, yes, getting to the root of the problem. I always see, you know, a lot of pain medication is just a band-aid and then you're just band-aid over band-aid. You're not actually solving the problem. No, not at all. Yep. And so you just temporarily, I say it's like um, if you're driving your car and your check engine light comes on, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, we all know 
that by you know that check engine light is telling us something something is needed in the car um, nobody in their right mind is going to get a black piece of tape and put it on that dashboard and just cover the right. check engine light <laughs> you know it, it, that but that's what we do when we take pain medication we are covering the signal that's telling us something is wrong, right? So um, we, we would never think about doing that to our car. We care about our car too much, and yet we do it to our body all day long. Yeah, definitely agree. Yeah. And then as yeah. I mentioned, we have a lot of questions that we will cover in the end of the episode about anxiety, but can you give the audience a little bit more in depth of how your work with concussions helps you analyze mm -hmm. anxiety or just have a different perspective on anxiety? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, in 2013, we started working with concussions. By 2018, what we realized is that concussions are big deal. They're big problems. They require a team of experts. And so we couldn't be the whole team. So we realized we needed some way to begin to identify, like, what is going on in the brain? Nobody's looking at the actual brain during concussions. Mm -hmm. um, MRIs seem to be not very useful at all. And so we had we started um, partnering with a company that that started doing EEG brain scans, and that's essentially um, measuring the brain waves. We wear a swimmer's cap with 21 electrodes, and and it measures the different wavelengths of the brain. But it turns out that as we started working with these concussion injuries, um, we were seeing that our concussion cases, these, you know, for instance, there would be a, a gentleman who's in his in his 30s who had, you know, chronic concussions. He he never healed. He developed anxiety, and and he never had it before the concussion. So this is one type of anxiety, mm. and and it turns out when we were doing these brain scans, we were we were seeing regions of the brain that were that were popping up hot they were red they were they were they were stuck in a certain wavelength um right over an area that um that is one of the anxiety centers of the brain and so and so once we saw that we realized ah look that concussion is over that area that area is overactivated, and we couldn't have seen it before and it's causing him to feel a certain way he now has this constant feeling of anxiety and so um then what was what was wild is when we that that region of the brain started to heal his his anxiety started going away mm. and and so um and so what what we saw was that there were some internal causes of anxiety right there's external too and right. that's something we want to talk about later right. on but what most of us don't realize is that some of us get wired to have these internal anxiety settings and so, um, and so that's that's what started me on the path of understanding. Um, well, what if other people have regions of the brain that are responsible for anxiety, mm -hmm. and maybe they're not related to, to concussions, but maybe the same, but it's the same deal. If that area improves, maybe their anxiety gets better. And so we start we started working with more and more clients. We partnered with more experts that do this work. Um, and you know, I continued to to go deeper and deeper into the neuroscience. and and so, and what we started finding was that there are all these subtypes of anxiety. Um, a lot of us are living with internal settings that make us more anxiety prone. And with a good brain map, you could see them. And with certain types of training, you can actually change it. So, that's that's awesome. the that's the, the story in short. Yeah. And, yeah. and so you mentioned that that's one type of anxiety. What are the different types or are they all things that you can view by doing this type of imaging or like other ways that you can measure it perhaps? Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was trying to think of a good metaphor for this. Um, you know, the, the challenge that we have is when we think of diagnoses or names or types of anxieties, I'm going to use, you know, you've got a fin one of the best names I've ever heard for a podcast, Whiskey and Lemon. Um, <laughs> you know, and so like, it's a great, it's a, you know, it's awesome. And so I, I think of like mixed drinks, right? Like I think mm -hmm. of, you know, um, a Long Island iced tea. Like some people say, well, you know, you've got Long Island iced tea, you've got mojitos, you've got all these things. Let's, you know, mm -hmm. we could categorize all these drinks by name and we can come up with some crazy system on, on what are all of the names of drinks but at mm -hmm. the end of the day you know uh, a, a long island iced tea is tequila gin rum like it's made up of smaller ingredients right so mm -hmm. the problem is that we have these big words and these diagnoses like adhd and, and right. anxiety and ocd and all these things but the problem is that nobody is, is, is stopping and saying well 
what are the what are the individual alcohols of these cocktails, right? These mm -hmm. these uh, and so um, what we understand is that there are regions of the brain that that have to do with um, certain types of anxiety. That's the spinning of the thoughts, right? right. I'm sure you've had it. You oh, know yeah. somebody, or it may be you, who you know it doesn't matter. Who, they tell you just relax, just relax. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 no. This Which thing is, the thing is I going. Hate hearing the most in response, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, if I could just relax, I would just relax. Right. But but you, but we don't. And it, so we know where that is. That's like one of the it's, it's like the whiskey or excuse me, it's like the tequila in the Long Island iced tea. Mm -hmm. We call anxiety like Long Island iced tea. But there's all these different subtypes of it. And so one of them is the part of the brain in the front that spins out of control. And it's called the anterior cingulate. And that's that kind of perseverative, just that the, the, the thoughts racing and just worrying worrying, worrying, worrying. Mm -hmm. That's one type of anxiety. It's one okay. type, right? There's another type that um, actually has multiple regions in the brain, but it's the body anxiety. It's the over arousal, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's the anxiety of like, oh my gosh, my heart's pounding right now, right? I'm sweating. Why am I sweating? My body thinks that it's getting, it's, it's going to get attacked by a bear. And yet I'm just sitting here on the subway, right? Yeah. Um, you know, that's a different type. And even that is kind of, un it's unfair because even that is made up of different, different parts that, are, that have to engage for that to happen. But it's a body sense of anxiety, right? Okay. Um, there, there, and so anyways, there, 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 there are many others. There, there are some that it's just, um, they not only worry, but they, they catastrophize, which is a big fancy word for like, oh my gosh, if I, if I show up late to my, to, to, to the party, then, you know, if, if I show up late, I'm going to show up late. But but our brain goes, oh, if I show up late, my friends aren't going to talk to me anymore. And if they don't talk to me anymore, then, I, then I'm going to be depressed. And if I'm going to be depressed, then I'm going to be alone for the rest of my yeah. life. And, and we it just, just go goes on. Mm -hmm. It goes on. It's the snowball. That's that's that spinning plus another area that that goes into the worst case scenarios. It's the glass half empty kind of region, right? And so okay. there are so many, right? I can keep going, but you can see there's yeah, definitely. there's more flavors to it, right? There's more flavors, and the, the same way you can make all kinds of cocktails mm -hmm. with these different types of alcohols and bitters and so on and so forth. Well, it's the same thing. We can have different types of anxieties or different types of these these diagnoses, um, but they're just different combinations that, that are unique to each, each one of us. Okay. Um, so I have yeah. a, a two-part question then. Would you agree? I've always kind of looked at it as like depression could be, you know, a past, present, future kind of thing. And anxiety is more about the future. Like you're thinking about what could happen, right? Or maybe like you said, even yeah. intrusive thoughts of I'm on the bus, but maybe I'm going to get attacked by a bear where there's no bear in sight. Yes, yes. Um, you know, again, it depends on the flavor of anxiety. At the end of the okay. day, usually what people think about as anxiety is um, it's it's at, it's it's at least one, maybe maybe two parts. It's 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 a feeling of what we call over arousal. I have shallow breath. I'm 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 in fight or flight mode. Um, I, I, my 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 heart's pumping. It's going fast. My breath is shallow. It's going fast. Maybe I've even, I'm even holding my breath. I didn't even realize it, right? Mm -hmm. There's there's a body thing happening, and there's usually a kind of a racing thought process. There's usually a, a racing of the thoughts. It's not like what are you thinking about? Nothing. No. What am I thinking about? I'm thinking about a million things right now. Right. right. Um, and so it's a, it's an over arousal, um, it, that can be sensed in the body, but also depending on which areas are engaged, it can also be this kind of racing of thinking. Um, but sometimes it's the past. Sometimes it's, it's right now, the present, and sometimes it is the future. It, it's all it is, is that it's fast. Right. You, you made it's me fast. think of another question before I finished my two part question, but is that, would you say that that's a reason why perhaps people are tending to have more anxiety at night or first thing in the morning, because it's when you're trying to clear your mind and then all you can do is fill it with more thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good question. And I can't tell you, I know the answer to it. Um, mm -hmm. But what I do know is that um, without getting too deep into it, um, so, so usually, uh, the, well, I don't know, my brain is not going in like five directions. So um, at night, Right. Um, at night, there are, there are multiple reasons for it. For some people, 
we're going, 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 and our body is moving forward. And so, um, you know, we're racing, but the world is racing with us. So we don't feel that bad about it because everybody's racing. Mm -hmm. um, and then all of a sudden we want, we want our body to now just magically slow down. It's 8 p.m. It's 9 p.m. It's now 1030 at night. And what we want to be able to do is just lay down in our bed and just tell our whole nervous system, our whole body and brain to just go, okay, guys, you know, you know, like we've been pretending there's that we were like on fire for the last, you know, 12 hours. Well, <laughs> we're just going to now shut that off and we want to just settle down. And what happens oftentimes is that we just can't. Um, it's just it's just engaged. Um, it's actually much harder to turn our body back down into what we call rest and recovery, mm -hmm. which is one of the uh, it's what's called our parasympathetic nervous system. Yeah, it's very hard for some people it can take two hours to downshift back into that parasympathetic but we can go up into into fight or flight in a second okay right? and what we're doing is we're going up in a second up in a second up in a second up in a second and the second that our body is getting ready to settle back down we go and give it some new threats or some new reason to get engaged again and so it goes back up and goes back up and goes back up mm -hmm. so at essence at nighttime it's sometimes it's not that we actually have more anxiety at night it's just that we've Everyone else seems to be settling down, and now we want to settle down, and we can't. Um, but it's usually just because we're just we're just going, we're going. Right. So, yeah. So with those feelings, for lack of a better word, that you're feeling when you have anxiety, right? The symptoms that you might have. How would you differentiate an anxiety attack versus a panic attack, or yeah. maybe just having a little bit of stress? You know. Yeah. So, um, and again, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm going to be reaching a little bit because these are these are pretty broad terms. But mm -hmm. um, so anxiety is a trait. Um, it's 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 kind of like um, it's not like I have dark hair, or I have blonde hair, or I have blue eyes, or I have brown eyes. It's it's not that fixed, but it's pretty fixed. Um, and so um, so it's something that tends to it's it's my it's what I tend to do on a regular basis, right? So mm -hmm. um, a person who tends to have anxiety tends to have anxiety. Um, and so it's, 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 a, it's a trait that that's part of their, their brain makeup. Now it's changeable, right? And that's going to be an important thing. There are things that can change the trait or take it down a notch as if it was a volume meter, right? Mm -hmm. Like a, a volume setting on our, you know, our, our sound system, maybe a, a 10 is super high, a zero is completely off. Some of us, if, if anxiety, you know, a, pan, a panic or an anxiety attack is a 10, some of us, we live at a seven, right? Mm -hmm. And so we go plus or minus two, one or two notches. I mean, we only need to go a couple notches and we're going into full-blown attack, Yeah. right? Um, and some of us may live at a two or a three, mm -hmm. right? And so, um, but it tends to be a trait. It tends to be what, what, what goes back to my, if, you know, when, when, I, when what's my tendency? What's my, what's my rhythm? What do I tend to be like? Right. Mm -hmm. So what, a, it tends to, it, it's a trait. It tends to follow us. Um, but B, it is changeable. Um, and, and as a trait, it's changeable. Um, now, so again, when it gets up to a 10, we have an anxiety attack. It tends to be acute. It tends to be meaning it's fast, it's hard, my heart's racing. Um, but it's usually because of something something real around me that I can, it's a psychological response. Um, oh my gosh, I can't believe, you know, my uh, whatever, my, my significant other's gonna break up with me and I, what am I gonna do with in life, right? I'm, gonna, I'm freaking out about it, mm -hmm. right? Or, oh my gosh, I gotta go speak on this podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm, I just, <gasps> you know, somebody has to talk me off the ledge, right? Um, and, <laughs> yeah. so, and, so, and so that's the whole spectrum in the anxiety world. Um, a panic attack is different. We, we call, sometimes we call one by the other name, but a panic attack is, um, it's a completely different mechanism in the brain. And it's literally our biology thinking it's going to suffocate. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a lower part of the brain. It's in the brain stem. Um, it, it, there are carbon dioxide sensors in the brainstem, because when I breathe in, I want to breathe in some oxygen. When I breathe out, I want to breathe out carbon dioxide. And yet it gets a little bit complicated because the more carbon dioxide I have in my body, the more I, my, my red blood cells release more oxygen into my cells. So it gets a little bit complicated. But, but in short, um, a panic attack, usually it, people, you'll know it was one 
because it lit, it felt like it literally came out of nowhere. Mm. You were driving down the street and there was no reason for it to happen. And all of a sudden you felt like you were going to die. Right. Mm. That is a physiological panic attack. It is a physiological um, reaction. Um, and, and we can dive into what happens and what we think happens, but um, you know, but we usually call when we feel really anxious, we, we say we just had a panic attack. But technically, yeah. no, they're very different, very different. Yeah. yeah. And are there any um, ways, I know we touched on some before as to how anxiety will show up, but are there any ways that you would see that show up that people don't tend to believe our anxiety? Like I know some people might have the feelings okay. of, you know, a headache or a body tensor, you know, all this pain in their back in the moment. And then I've also experienced where I can have a very stressful situation. I feel fine. And then by the time I already start feeling all of that physical stuff, it, the stress is gone. So I don't ever attribute it to that because it, it happened a week prior. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. And this, and, and I'll probably start speaking outside of my, my expertise a little bit on this, but uh, you know, a lot of us don't even feel our body, mm. right? So a lot of our cues are in our body. And a lot of us, for a million reasons, trauma, um, you know, just, you know, um, just a little bit of the way we're wired, um, for a million uh, reasons, we, we don't feel our body. And so a lot, oftentimes, our body, we are living in anxiety, and we don't even know it, right? Some of us, we don't know anything other, right? Um, it's funny, um, I, you know, I, I, I tend to be pretty hard, hard pushing. I have, you know, I have many, many patients and I, I run these businesses and, and I have three kids and I'm married and I'm always trying to, I'm striving for, for, um, you know, deeper levels of understanding and purpose and so on. So anyways, right. I, I tend to go hard. Okay. So, um, so I had my first brain map, um, about three years ago and it was a time that I wanted to just, I wanted to upgrade my brain. I was like, I need it. I, I, you know, I can't work any harder. So at some point I need to do something <laughs> smarter. Right. So, right. um, long story short, I went and got a brain map and, and one of the things that it showed was that certain regions in my brain were overactive that tended to, to, to be anxiety centers. Mm. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, I don't have anxiety. I think this is wrong. And, and, and I'm laughing and, you know, and my, and my wife tends to be more anxiety prone than I tend to be. And I'm like, look, I'm the one that, that tells her to relax. I've now, I don't do that anymore. Right. But I'm like, I'm, I'm telling her, just don't worry about it. Like I no, I do not have anxiety. And it wasn't until I started doing the neurofeedback training, the brain training, where they go in and they put little sensors on, on the, over the room of the brain that has it. You're watching a, a big video screen and it's, and, and you can see your brain waves real time. And it's, it's training you to kind of lower those brain waves and you can't control it. It's just, it's doing the, it's doing the work for you. Mm -hmm. And long story short, after about maybe, I don't know, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, I realized, huh? Like, I just realized that most of my life, I'm always running. And, and if somebody said, well, why don't you just sit, hang out and just relax and don't, don't think or strive for anything? I'd say, well, no, I just strive. No, 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 that was anxiety. And now I'm able to just sit and hang out with my kids. And I am completely content hanging out with my kids, That's right? Awesome. And yeah. it's awesome. It's awesome. And, and yet, and, and I realized, oh, that was anxiety. That was, it was a flavor of it. It was, it was different than my wife's, but that was, that was one. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and so, I'm guessing yeah, because your so, wife has experienced it. She probably knew a little bit like, no, you're, I know the signs. Completely, completely. <laughs> of yeah. course. She's like, yeah, okay, sure. No, no. Yeah. Just <laughs> go get a brain map and see what it says. Right. Uh, yeah, you know, okay. sometimes um, anger, anger will, will cover over anxiety, right? Mm -hmm. um, we'll see it, you know, you, you know, we, we feel guilty as parents, you know, all of a sudden, we're feeling anxious about something, we got to pay the bills, we got this happening, the other things happening, we, we turn on the news, oh my gosh, that's, that's the best way to, to make sure that you're always going to be anxious. Um, mm -hmm. And, and all of a sudden, we don't like the feeling. And so we get over aroused. And then somebody, our kid does something that just is innocent, they're just being a kid. And all of a sudden, we're, we're angry at them right and we're like why'd you do that you know or we blow up at our at our partner or we or we you know road rage a lot of times the thing the the, the thing driving that anger is actually anxiety mm -hmm. and and we don't like it and we and so we 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 externalize it right and so we we go and just go ah 
that thing is the thing because if i can keep my attention on that thing i don't have to look at all this or feel all this right mm-hmm. um and then and then it gets worse because then we then we then we then we cement it by justifying all the reasons why if they just were better you know but okay. you know hey fine you can do that all day long and mm-hmm. at the end of the day you just keep avoiding the the, the root right yeah. so again it's, it doesn't mean there aren't things that are external it just means um you want two different tools. If you know that there are external and internal, then ideally you you want the tools to help you with your internal, while you also work on the tools to help with the external, right? Right. Um, but but not you know. But oftentimes we we find ourselves trying to change everything outside and realizing, well, hey, wait a second, why don't I? I let me let me do this too, you know. So right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Quick response too, and when you mentioned that you did the brain mapping for yourself. Do you feel like being able to analyze that then helped you in your practice? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, for many reasons, um, you know, you can empathize with people, yeah. you know, um, you know, you can empathize with it. Um, you can, you know, you can see the pattern in somebody and you can say, oh, I, I know what that was like. Um, yeah. You can also you can also like, again, I I'm very results based. Um, I, I do not like things that that. Um, frankly just don't work and so um and so it was very it was very convincing for me about what we could do and how we could do it because i saw it in myself i mean um i also didn't think that you know in addition to my ignorance that that, no i'm not anxious also if somebody said are you know would you be qualified as adhd i'd say no adhd i've got two two degrees and blah 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 this and the other (laughs) and uh and then it turns out no i tested off the charts adhd Right. Um, and so um, and so now I understand, oh, well, there's again, if, if ADHD is like, a again, another mixed drink. Um, well, that's that's made up of individual, you know, um, uh, ingredients. And so I, 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 I more than doubled my focus um, okay. with after the brain map, after the brain training and um, and, you know, things that I could never do. And I just avoided and I just thought was, well, those are just things I don't do. Now it's now I can like sit down and do taxes, right? Like I do accounting. Um, those are things that you know open up QuickBooks, you know, for a business owner. If 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 you have some listeners that are trying to start it out, yeah. um, look, I think I think that the the biggest obstacle toward for any business owner is their own either anxiety and or ADHD, yeah. um, because um, we often don't do the things we need to do, and and at the end of the day. We can give a million reasons as to why, but um, then we don't get the results we want, you know? So for me, it was huge. I felt like, ah, I just don't have to work so hard to just get some of these things done because I'm not fighting myself, right? Yeah, yeah. I can definitely relate to you on that because it's like you said before, it's the whole like work smarter versus harder thing. And for me, it was like, let me do all these things so avoid all the tedious tasks. I can just do the thing realizing it yeah. wasn't getting me what I wanted anyway. <laughs> no, yeah, no. no, it's true. It's true. And it's, um, you know, it, look, it, it, again, if this going down the business route, nobody goes into business and is successful without working hard. That's that's important. Mm-hmm. But but working hard is necessary, but but not sufficient. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it, it's true. It, it is working. It's working smart and hard. And um, and unfortunately, a lot of the times, you know, the reason why we want to go out on our own is because you know, we, we have a tendency to like novelty. We have a tendency to avoid certain things that are tedious or long. We may have a tendency, or I did, um, you know, um, we may have a tendency to, um, you know, again, also, you know, um, uh, we don't want somebody calling us on our things that maybe we don't want to see. Mm-hmm. And yet, guess what? You open up a business and those things are going to just keep, they're going to keep <laughs> those are invited. In the butt. Oh, yeah. Right? They're there. <laughs> they're there. Mm-hmm. You know, and so um, so it's why we have, like I said, you know, we, we see so many people with chronic post concussions. We see a lot of people with anxiety um, and, you know, but we also see a lot of um, not only entrepreneurs, because we have so many that come to the office, but we have CEOs, of, you know, that, that, that come in to, to do this work because it's it, they want to take their 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 brain to the next level. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 pretty valuable. So, how would you say? And maybe you can use 
personal example as well as you mentioned your wife having the anxiety so how can one be more supportive toward their partner or their child um when dealing with anxiety like you said instead of the just yeah. relax that's yeah. not actually you know doing anything yeah we, we yeah. want to relax <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so i'll give i'll give a few things um you know there there are there are ways to hack it and then there are natural ways that that we are made to um to connect mm -hmm. um that, that 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 balances out um so um, the ways that we're naturally made, um, there is, you mentioned earlier in our conversation before we went live, uh, about attachment theory mm -hmm. and um, attachment. Um, and basically, um, what this means is that um, we are made to be connected to other human beings. Mm -hmm. And ideally, we're made to be connected to other human beings who are calm and collected, right? And so, um, and so a child um, is, you know, if you, you know, the best thing that, that a parent can do um, is to be present and calm and collected and, and allow their child to see the world through them. Because that child will literally change their nervous system to, to get on the same wavelength, to get on the same level with their parent. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, and so that's for the parent. But but in fact, the same there, there's a woman named Sue Johnson who took the um, attachment um, uh, theory um, and applied it to partnership to, 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 to men and women, to couples. Um, and um, she wrote a phenomenal book called Created for Connection. And um, and also one of the, the main principles is that. 99% of the times that of the, the reasons why we fight with our spouse is that is is it's a it's an unconscious call for connection. Mm -hmm. And if we don't if we're not aware of that deep biological thing that we want someone to be receptive to who we are and our and our needs and to be able to to just go ah no I don't want you to solve it for me I just want you to listen what we're really saying is I want to I want to reconnect right, right? and so um. We work with, you know, a lot of great mental health experts um, that, you know, this isn't our, this isn't my field in any way. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we have here in Pasadena, um, we have, you know, Tina Payne Bryson. She co-wrote co um, many amazing um, parenting books based on this attachment theory with Dan Siegel. Um, one of the most well-known is, is called um, The Whole Brain Child. Um, I highly recommend it. You can, you can also get the audiobook. Um, and they have another one called The Power of Showing Up. And that's that's based on that principle of just, look, sometimes, you know, just being there for your child is there. And then Sue Johnston wrote this book called um, uh, Created for Connection. Mm -hmm. um, and and that is for the partners. And, but it's it's all based on attachment theory. And I'm telling you. All the other sciences are, 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 are real, our understanding, the psychology, the neurobiology, oh, yeah. everything is about this deep, inherent root thing in us as human beings to be connected. Yeah. So, um, which flies in the face of what all the lockdowns are doing to us, right? Mm -hmm. It flies in the face of the, the, the 24 seven fear cycle that we we tune into on on the news and on social media um, because those things have literally the opposite effect they separate us they isolate us they they atomize us um, to now where we are just hovering in by ourselves, thinking that by getting more likes it's going to fulfill that and and it won't right oh, yeah. it, it, it doesn't do it it doesn't do it yeah, I have a, a great question for that from one of the listeners um, a little bit okay. later. <laughs> yeah. Um, so kind of jumping back before that question, then, would you say if this has happened based on some of the patients that you're seeing, that maybe the, the need for connection or maybe it's something else as to what is the, the main things that are being affected by a partner or a child having anxiety, like what's causing the most conflict for them? Can you say that again, just so that I can understand? Yeah, I might have asked that a little weird. So, no, yeah, okay. so so basically what, because I know you mentioned a need for connection. So if there there is a couple and one of them has anxiety, what is creating the most conflict there when one's having anxiety? Is it the simple fact of the other one's just not understanding, so they can't connect on that level? Or are there other things maybe that are making the conflict more heightened because of it? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, so if somebody tends to have an anxiety trait, right, which is what we kind of went back to a mm -hmm. few steps back, mm -hmm. then uh, then at the end of the day, you know, um, there it, it's just a matter of time before something is going to trigger that trait. Yeah. Right. And so as the partner, then um, ideally what you want to do is now, however, so one, one more step back. Um, if the person has an anxiety trait, they are going to manifest that anxiety in some way, which just means, look, for some person, when they get anxious, they're going to get fearful and they're going to retreat. And then and you're like, where, where are you going? Why are you running? Why are you leaving? And now all of a sudden it creates this second level of conflict of like, why are you leaving? Why are you, what's going on? Right. Yeah. Um, but another person can have the same exact anxiety trait, but they may manifest it. They may show it by being angry. <clears throat> Right. So somebody's worried about, you know, I, I just I just did a, a review with a, a husband and wife and, you know, the husband had some old concussions. Long story short, he developed an anxiety trait and he, he loses it sometimes. He loses it. But at the, at the underneath it, it's anxiety. And so he's worried about work. He's worried about what's going to happen. And all of a sudden the wife comes in and they start talking. And he now he 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 that the he manifests that as he gets angry at her. Mm. Right. And. And of course, because there's all these things about us, we don't want to be, you know, we want to be macho. No, I don't have anxiety. No, I'm not afraid. No, I'm not yeah. worried. And so I'm just, I'm just angry. But, you know, for the other person to go, okay, to have a language to say, okay, well, what's the root of this? The root of this yeah. is, is there's an anxiety here. You're concerned about something. Um, how can I not allow that? That's not okay. But how can I also address, how can we connect here? Right. Um, so, again, that's outside of my expertise. Um, I'll share that. But but I, I know that it's it's that's again, I'll just keep pointing to that book um, because I think it's profound that the, the creative for connection um, and it, that really goes deep into it. Okay. Um, now, also, this is what I would say lastly is you can hack it. Um, you can, In addition, you can hack it. Um, you can literally independent of everything else that goes on. Um, you can get a brain map. You can find the regions that tend to get more anxious and you can change your setting. If you tend to live at a seven on the anxiety volume meter um, and you tend to live at a seven, you can in about, you know, three to four months with, you know, two to three times a week of training, you can literally change your trait. That, can, that seven can go down to like a four. Right. Okay. And it doesn't mean you don't have good days and bad days. It doesn't mean that you don't do these other things don't happen. But you literally can change that independent of everything else that you do. Mm. Right. And that's profound. I mean, that's something that now it's expensive. It's, it's expensive. It's not cheap. There's not a lot of people that do it. So, OK, but um, but we're wired also for the other. But there are ways yeah. that we can hack it as well. Right. So it just depends on on your situation and what and which which combination you want. Right. And then people can come to you for the brain mapping as well, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have people yeah. that, that fly from all over the country. Yeah. So I, I'm huge on, you know, it's not a, a one one thing works for everyone, right? Because I yeah, hear a lot of right. people say, like, for me, my anxiety, it's like, I don't want to look at my phone as I'm falling asleep. Or I minimize how much news I take in. I do yoga. I work out. Like, those are great stress relievers for me where someone else working out can stress them out or some people find that meditation works for them. That's not my jam. So what are your yeah. views on that? Like just a, someone yeah, thinking right. like, if this works for me, it's going to work for everyone. Yeah, no, never, never. No, everybody's different. Um, everybody's different and we're different in different seasons of our life. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so no, the, the key is again to understand what, you know, what are the things that work for you and that, that don't. And, um, but they won't be arbitrary, right? Um, so, for instance, um, um, you know, breathing will tend to work no matter what, no matter who you are, if you're willing to do it, um, even more so than meditation. So um, there are things about like how to take certain breaths um, to change to change how you feel in the moment. Those are called state changes. Mm -hmm. um, but um, we have to understand that, we're, like you said. Uh, so, okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out a few things here, and let's see which ones, uh, um, you know, resonate with you. Right. Um, there are things to do and things to stop doing, right? I mean, that's mm -hmm. kind of simple, right? Mm -hmm. And so, usually, let's pick one or two of the things to do, right? Some of the things to do for people is to um, take more long out breaths. 
mm. right? Um, simply by taking more long out breaths, we hack our nervous system and literally will downregulate our level of arousal. Okay. Right? Um, we can even do what's called a physiological sigh. Um, we, we'll see babies do this. It's basically two breaths in with a long out, right? It's mm-hmm. right when they're crying and they're like, yeah. ah. right? right? Well, we know, we know that literally is one of the fastest ways to downregulate that sense of anxiety in the moment, right? Okay. So, like, that's something you can do. Right. What you can do is, you know, get, you know, get more sleep. Um, you can you just get more sleep. Just however you can yeah. you can manage it. You get more sleep. Um, what you can do is you can um, avoid. Well, what can you do? So what you can do is <laughs> more healthy fats, healthy fats, avocados, um, coconut oil, oh, yeah. MCT oil. <laughs> right. Um, you know, those are going to be things that you can do. What you can do is get out in nature. Right. Literally, if it's a park, it's been shown to do the same. What you can do is 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 active, more active gratitude. Mm-hmm. And it, there's a hack to gratitude, though. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not just like I'm thankful for my sister and I'm thankful for the, the, the air and I'm thankful <laughs> for. No, it's literally right. It's it, it's literally um, re-feeling and seeing and hearing the thing and the person that we're grateful for. And we re-feel that positive feeling. Right. And so if I'm if I'm if I'm grateful for, um, you know, my daughter, I have to get back in that state and refeel the, the moment that she climbs up on on my lap and she wraps her arms around my neck and I can smell her and I can hear her voice. And I'm in the I relive the moment. Right. That uh, that immediately. <sighs> right. Things are right again. Right. So those are some things that we could do. Um, things to, to not do, right? And you can pick which ones they are. And I, I've said it once, you've said it once. Um, I cannot, um, you know, watch the news as often as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I cannot, um, you know, um, especially do it anytime, you know, within three hours of sleep. Um, I, I can, I can not, um, you know, eat a ton of sugar that makes me hangry and freaks my body out because my brain is dying because it's got too much insulin um, and and it needs and it's doing the ro- the sugar roller coaster. Yeah. Right? I cannot do that. Um, I cannot stay up until you know 4 a.m. gaming um, and then wonder why I'm anxious all the rest of the, the time after that. Right. right? Um, so those are things that 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 are 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 simple but they're proven. They're proven. Um, it's not just like, oh, this guy's good advice. Um, it's uh, these are things that like they they've, they they with, withstand the, the, the rigors of science. They, they, right. They show. Awesome. And then I'm guessing it's maybe a trial and error. Like, how would you recommend that someone figure out these things that they shouldn't be doing or that they can do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think some of it's going to be, frankly, just trial and error. Right. Yeah. Like okay. do something for, for a week and see how it works. And and then throw it out and then do the next thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, that was going to be one of my questions, but if there's anything that you want to add to it, if just things like drinking water, the balanced diet, um, getting enough sleep, like how those things do play a role in anxiety. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, again, I, I'm kind of results-based and, and um, there's an amazing, I don't know how amazing it is, but this is something <laughs> that I think about a lot. Um, it's a simple equation. It's, how effective is the thing, right? If I drink, if I drink 50 gallons of water, is it going to help me, right? Times, how likely am I going to do it? Mm, that okay. will that will equal how successful I'm going to be right. at that thing. Right. Okay. So it's 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 how how effective is the thing, times how likely I'm going to do it, and that's going to equal how, how the success in my life. Right. Like meditation is not your jam. Right. So I can tell you all day long. Look, there's all these studies. Meditation is phenomenal. It's going to be great. And but that's going to be multiplied by a, a, a point two chance that you're going to do it. And right. so now or, or zero chance that you're going to do it. Well, great. Yeah. It, that's useless. It's not going to be successful. So move yeah. on. OK. So, um, yeah. So um, uh, try it out. Do do what you can. And um, but usually what I, I tell people is this. Pick one, try it for a week, and then um, and 
see if it if it works for you and if it doesn't see if you can get somebody to show maybe you're not just not doing it right right but for also for some people um so for instance water drinking water has you has almost i'm not going to say a zero percent chance that it's going to make a difference to your anxiety but you can have an anxious person drinking water all day long and it's not going to change it right okay so water in and of itself is not going to be huge now a balanced diet will have a very big effect it, it's very effective but it's really hard to do right lana right. i mean you like right like oh my gosh that's a whole nother beast what's healthy what's not when should i eat i gotta go out when if i go out to eat like so so i have to multiply that by how how easy it's going to be how likely i'm going to do it so at the end of the day it, it may not be that successful so that's why i'll tell people look breathe breathe it's got like a hundred percent success rate yeah. it's got almost you know 90 percent chance that somebody can do it if they mm -hmm. can just remember to do it and now all of a sudden you're going to get the success right out of your fingertips you know um and so I'll, I'll usually go back to things like breathe and sleep and be grateful and if people pray pray because that hacks, right. you, hacks your nervous system too because there's a reason yeah. i mean god you know i believe god god designed this stuff and so um you know and so okay. it's all connected right yeah. so um so yes diet diet and, and 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 the other good is great meditation and yoga are great but frankly you know what go for a walk right because mm -hmm. why um it, it's very effective and it's more it's likely that somebody's going to just be able to do it no matter where they are and so we're going to get successful because the forward motion of walking hacks our brain and immediately lowers our our level of arousal Mm. right just mm -hmm. forward motion right and so um somebody's stressed out you know they need what what's why sometimes people just storm out of the out of the house sometimes it's just their way to self-regulate right so you want to have a really stressful conversation with somebody or, or a partner you guys both go for the walk while you talk and you'll realize that you won't be on edge when you do that right, right. so those right that way I, then i don't have to worry about my yoga studios and so on i'm not saying the others aren't useful it's just I want, yeah. I want to get this, I want to get, I want to get people, you know, getting results quickly. Right, right, right. Yeah, I love that because I do a grateful, like you said, like the, the feeling thing. So I do that with my mom and yeah. my sister where we are, you know, it's like, what are you grateful for? Three things that you're grateful for every night. And then I have a friend where it's like, what are the three things you're grateful for or like looking forward to? But like you said, it's, I do have, you know, one person where it's just grateful for water air tv like very you know and it's like you're not putting thought into it but i i i don't do that and i think it's amazing what you're saying feeling those things really goes a long way because you can just look around your house and pick things and it's not you're not getting anything out of just repetitive things yes yes right yeah. and so oftentimes people say oh i tried it and didn't work and that's why i say sometimes go to somebody who it who has done it and see what they're doing because sometimes it does work we just didn't we just needed that one little tweak right yeah. Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean it's a lot like prayer too i mean um you know look it, prayer is the ultimate what they call stacking of hacks right mm -hmm. um so the idea of stacking is if i do a little bit here and i do a little bit there i'll do a little bit you know and all of a sudden it, it compounds i have compounded benefit from doing all of these things and so yeah. um prayer becomes you know not only are you, are you you know focusing on the divine you're also focusing on something that seems to be immutable or promise. Um, it also tends to be something that you you are externalizing your attention on something infinitely good. And um, it tends to be a place where you can kind of connect back to your body and your emotions. Yeah. Right. And that's why like so much of Psalms or a lot. It's like crazy emotional roller coaster. That dude is like going nuts. But he's <laughs> feeling it. Right. He's feeling it in the moment. And so um, so that, that, you know, that too. Right. Oftentimes, yeah. though, people are like, you know, whatever, um, you know, uh, uh, whatever. They just start reciting that the prayer, you know, our father who's in heaven, think of it, nah, 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 nah. it doesn't work, right? Like, right. no, same way. Yeah, it totally doesn't work, yeah. you know? So anyways, okay. You have yeah. to, you know, give what you're wanting to get out of it, right? Not just it, it's, check off that you did the thing. It's, it, I mean, that's life right there, <laughs> yeah. right? Like you got to show up in, and how much of you shows up? Mm-hmm is is how much you'll start getting back right right and Definitely. oftentimes we want to just check stuff off 
So anyways, yeah, okay, we, we digress. Okay, so I have one other question for you. And then if we can still have some of your time, we can jump into some listener questions. Sure, let's do it. Okay, so the last question I have is just, what are some common myths that you've come across um, about anxiety? Maybe it's the one we mentioned, like this thing works for me, it works for everyone. Yeah, yeah, so um, definitely the if it works for me, works for everyone. Um, uh, a myth is anxiety is an emotion right? Um, that is a myth. Anxiety is not an emotion. I'm not happy or sad or anxious. Anxiety tends to be a trait. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and, and yet, you know, we can move up or down in our setting in that kind of zero to 10 trait level um, by doing things. But some of us will tend to already naturally kind of gravitate at the sevens and some of us may naturally gravitate at the twos. Um, and so that's, that's another myth. Um, what else? What else? What other myths about anxiety? Um, the other is that you can't change it. Um, uh, and so I speak to um, there are there are tools to change your trait. The neurofeedback is one of them, which is what we do. And there are tools to change your state of, of anxiousness. So mm -hmm. if I tend to be anxious at a seven, but now I'm, I'm revving at a nine, there are things that I can do in the moment to change my state. I can do the breathing. I can do the gratitude. I can redirect my attention. Um, I can just turn off the news. Um, and, um, and so that's something too, is that, you know, that you can change that. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, another thing too, is that anxiety is, um, it's, uh, that it's weakness, right? Mm -hmm. Um, this is at least a lot with men. Um, look, you know, I, I, I see probably just as many men as I do women. And, like I said, a lot of things are covering up the uh, the underlying anxiety, mm -hmm. right? So anger will cover up underlying anxiety. Um, drivenness can cover up underlying anxiety. Perfectionism can cover up a, yeah. an underlying anxiety, yeah. right? Um, you know, um, even you know, even the person in our class back when we were in high school who's just always trying to be in front of everybody who wanted to look at me, look at me, look at me. Oftentimes there's a level of anxiety and that of gosh, if I'm, you know, so, so oftentimes anxiety tends to be a, a kind of a, it becomes, it becomes an ingredient to a lot of these other things. And when that gets better, a lot of these other things just start to settle down too. You know, it takes the air out of them. Okay. Um, and so, um, and so, you know, I think the myth is that um, men don't have it. The myth is that um, it's not very common. The myth is that it's just a female thing. Um, and the myth is that it's one amongst uh, many, you know, um, you know, kind of emotional things, but it often becomes it's, it's a root for a lot of them. Thank you so much for listening to part one of my episode with Dr. Giancarlo Licata. Please stay tuned for part two, which is coming out next week, where we discuss listener questions. I hope this information was helpful for you. And if you're enjoying what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review. Thank you.